y'all. It's Carmen. Welcome to my final episode of All Fair with Carmen for 2020. And I'm such a numbers girl, so I'm kind of geeking out over this just a little bit. But I'm about to give you episode number 20 in 2020. Now, of course, I had a lot more episodes of All Fair with Carmen planned for this year, but because 2020 was 2020, well, I'm really happy that we have 20 episodes. And it's Natalie Grant. But a few disclaimers first. Number one, this was recorded back in February before Team Freedom. And I'll tell you about Team Freedom in just a couple of minutes. And definitely pre-pandemic. As a matter of fact, when you look at the graphic, like Natalie and I could not be hugging any closer. So just want to give you a heads up for that. We do talk about Team Freedom. This is something that Natalie and I birthed together. And you're going to hear me mention about our million dollar year where we surpassed raising a million dollars to fight human trafficking. Now, because of COVID, that's not going to happen for 2021. And Team Freedom will be back in 2022. So we are going to hit that million dollars. I promise you. A couple of other things. When it comes to me and Natalie, it's always TMI. I mean, there's a lot of TMI, so I just want to give you a heads up on that. Yes, we do talk about leaking, but that's all I'll say about that right now. Here's the thing. Natalie and I twin pretty hard, even up to and including having COVID. I will tell you, when I posted having COVID back in October, Natalie was the first text that came through. And then when she posted that she had it a couple of weeks ago, I sent her a text and that's exactly what she said back to me is, why do we have to twin so hard? I love Natalie Grant. We have become such great friends over the years and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. And there's no better way to wrap 2020 Off Air with Carmen than with my friend, Natalie Grant. recreate our screaming when you walked into the room. Exactly. But welcome to Thank Off Air you. with Carmen. Oh my gosh, Off Air with Carmen. I've been watching all of your social media and I wanted to be here with you and here I am and I'm so excited. And you know what's so funny? When I was at your house, gosh, it's probably been a year ago, September, yep. Yep. there has been a few times that because I, I remember after we filmed all, you know, we're relaunching Team Freedom. Yeah. We're going to get to Team Freedom and all of that <laughs> in just a little bit. But I can remember us sitting on the couch that day and just some of the things that we talked about. Because one of the things that I love about you is we go deep quickly. <laughs> yep. And so you, you know it's a real friend. <laughs> yes, totally. We go deep quickly. And we had, it's it's those times where you're curled up on a couch with a yes. girlfriend with a cup of coffee. Yeah. And you just start talking about everything. You talk yes. about weight loss and you go to kids and you go yes. to recipes and then you go to Jesus, which is what we all love to talk about. But so many Many times when I was visualizing out what I wanted this podcast to be, I took myself back to oh. your house that day. <laughs> I love that so much. And here we are again. And we're I know sitting you can't here. see us, but we're on a couch. A and white couch. My favorite thing is that we are also dressed exactly, exactly the same. The same. Black like literally black sweatshirt, black okay, yoga pants. The though, did you? They are the Spanx the faux leather. But I'm gonna just—they are my favorite leggings. Yes. But this is how I know that I probably need to go back to working out, which I've kind of conveniently taken a break from, mm-hmm. is because when you sit down and your Spanx leggings start to roll at the top, <laughs> and you're like, okay. I'm glad I have an oversized sweatshirt on okay, because my leggings are rolling right now. Okay, can I tell you something? I don't think mine ever have it rolled at the top. No. <laughs> no, I'm sitting here going, are they not supposed yeah, to? I'm like, oh, these are oh, rolling. And then the thing yeah. about Spanx, it's a love-hate relationship yes. because 
that stuff it's helping to compress that has to go somewhere yes so when we think that it's like flattening Uh it's just (laughs) it's just (laughs) pushing it's just shoving up (laughs) so it's like it becomes the biscuit can yeah it's (laughs) a good thing that that we were oversized since we've already gone to the (laughs) since we've already gone to the sphinx thing yes stay in the category here and then we'll get to some more serious things but (laughs) it was you that i first talked about on air and I still hear about it to this day about laughing so hard you tinkle. Oh, <laughs> truly. And then we were talking about whether like it's the a five one drop problem. What do you call it? The five dropper. If the, it's really funny, it's five it's drops. A five dropper. <laughs> Listen, Natalie, I'm thinking about going and having the surgery. Have there's you heard? a surgery? There's a surgery you can oh have. Because you know I had I think nine I pound just, babies. Like clenched. I don't know. They but... say you can get a sling. I'm they, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. A sling? For... They say you can get a sling, like my girlfriend a Claire. Sling Got a sling, a sling for and then what? a they coworker. I guess they, I don't know, they <laughs> stick it in your bladder on a sling or something. But I'm telling you, she says that she can go pretty much all day now, and she can run, and she can laugh, and she can sneeze. <laughs> She can do it all now. <laughs> is this the stage of life we're in? Oh, my goodness. We're like, oh, my gosh. I can so, run. I can sneeze. I can laugh. And it's not even a drop, let alone five drops. Oh, listen, girl. I got weird. This is so... This I've got a whole page of notes, and this is oh not gosh. where I was going to go. Natalie, I got stuck yeah. in traffic the other day. It took mm. me three hours to get home. No. When I tell you yeah. that I was... <laughs> it happened. An accident happened. Yes. I finally got to a racetrack that I needed to go mm-hmm. into. And you know Sorry. what it's like. Once you've had babies, you can yes. hold it pretty well. But once you kind mm-hmm. of break the dam, so to speak, because yes. you do movement, yes. you can't yes. put it back in place. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all that to say, I... Oh my gosh! This I think I want the surgery. You have to edit it out. <laughs> we can totally edit it because out. Have you ever like had a, such a bad emergency and you can't? There's nowhere to go and you're stuck, and so you try to panic up. I. I've tried to pee in a cup and I, I missed. <laughs> okay, why can't it stay in the podcast? Because this is the conversation I had on air the other day. Okay, listeners, in, but oh my gosh, listeners, don't judge me. Listen, don't. listeners have sent me portable urinals. No. Portable urinals. No. I have a portable urinal no. with an adapter. No, I, I literally was like, <laughs> I think I just missed the cup. And then I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then traffic started to move and you're like, my, like, my foot can't be on the gas pedal because I'm crouched in my seat. And then I missed the cup. And then you're like, you you could have just peed yourself because now you have pee everywhere <laughs> instead yeah, of just yeah. in your pants. Did you have leather seats? Just no. please tell me you leather seats. Leather seats. Okay, thank good. you, Jesus. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have had to sell the car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so auction rails. Off. Buy this car. You're getting Listen, Nelly Grant's pee. <laughs> uh, but it's a thing. It is a, a thing. It's a real thing. So there is it's a, a surgery. Thing, guys. We'll wrap this part it's of the conversation. A, There's a, bladder a sling sl- that gosh. you can have surgery, and supposedly it takes care of it. Okay. I'm totally so. not going to Google that as soon as we leave Oh, my here. gosh. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So I said, I even said on my notes, I said we're going to do lots of random randomness, <laughs> but we already have. So here's what I want to do. I'm yes. going to toss out a f- topic or a phrase and I just okay. want you to speak on it. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Number one, team freedom. Aww. Because we knew each other before team freedom, yeah. but that really kind is of, what... Because honestly, that is what That's what connected us. us yeah. It's funny because you've probably <clears throat> told this story so many times, but back then it was Twitter that was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, I don't even really get on Twitter anymore. No, I'm never But back on. then it was, and I just knew you from afar. There's not a lot of females on Christian radio, mm-hmm. so I already was like, oh, she's awesome because she's a female on Christian radio, but... Mm-hmm. 
just, I just knew I would like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like her mm-hmm. and I know that we're going to be friends. But you posted something about like, oh, I'm going to do a half marathon or yeah, for, your, princess. for your 40th birthday. I did. I had done it for my 40th and it I It was said, the next year. And I said, I need to get back out yes. there because I hadn't run in a, almost a year. And so, and I just remember, and you have to understand for me to even reach out and say, mm-hmm. I'll do that. That mm-hmm. was the Lord literally taking my fingers to type that because I yeah. don't yeah. run yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or wa- barely walk fast. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so um, that's really what started it. And honestly, when I think about it, I was just talking to one of the guys in my band about how you are somebody that right from the beginning, this issue, mm-hmm. it's a horrific issue. Mm-hmm. But people are talking about it a lot more now than they were back when Team Freedom started. That's right. And That's you were right. one of the first mm-hmm. people that said, I'm actually going to tell people the truth about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my influence and my airtime to tell people about what's happening. And you were like a front runner in that mm-hmm. in our industry. So I'm forever grateful. But I'm also forever grateful to all of you who've been Team Freedom, whether this is your first year doing yeah. it. But honestly, what you guys have done to help Hope for Justice and the houses, the lighthouse projects, and Ben, who works for Hope for Justice, he just sent me a video. He's at one of the lighthouses mm-hmm. right now, and he's like, this is what Team Freedom helped build. Mm. And you're like, no, this is real. This isn't just an idea of like, okay, well, we're going to do a cause. You know, everybody has yeah. like a cause. Yeah. We're going to do a cause and we're going to run for it. And it's going to be really fun. And we're going to get matching t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's much. real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. It's actually building homes for girls that are rescued and giving them a chance at a better life. And like, thank you from the bottom of my when heart. When this podcast airs back, Natalie, because, you know, every year you look and you see, yeah. okay, do we want to do this for next year? <laughs> and for 2020, for 2021... I think I'm going to call it our million dollar year because next year, oh gosh, Natalie, got we, everywhere. we will have surpassed no, one no, million dollars no, total raised. No. Yes. One you know, million. I didn't know that one because million. I literally just thought, actually makes me want to cry. Mm. I literally just said to them, I said, I'm pretty sure they've raised over three quarters of a million. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need yeah. to aim yeah. higher. But yeah. that, honestly, when I think about that and you just go that, For me, it's a couple of things. One, it's, okay, that's unbelievable what has been done. And sometimes even every year, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys raised this, you raised that. But when you put it together, you're like, oh my gosh. But more than that, it is such a reminder to everybody. This isn't because it's Natalie Grant and Carmen who have anybody, when the Holy Spirit is leading you to do something Mm -hmm. and you say yes, Mm -hmm. you won't even always see the benefit right away. But I promise you, when you look back at your yes, Mm -hmm. you're going to be blown away at what God can do with simple obedience. And to me, I look at that and I'm like, we were just two girls that were having you know fun on Twitter and then doing it. But then it was like, well, wait, we could probably do this. And you were like, well, we could do this and then we could do this. And that it would turn into that. Yep. <laughs> You're yeah. like, wait, that's crazy. just a couple of girls with a crazy idea. Yeah. And I still have the email chain that we had <laughs> where we literally came up with the tagline in the email for those running for those, for those not free, free to, to run, run yet. yet. Oh I know. Gosh. It's crazy. So it's it's terrific. <laughs> I love it. Okay. A couple other okay. things. Yeah. Give us an update on the girls. Oh my. The guys. twins just had a birthday. Okay. So the twins just you turned just, 13. Ugh. Which, so I'm not going to sit here and be that person that's yeah. like, oh my gosh, teenagers as well. Mm-hmm. Although 
very many well-meaning mothers mm-hmm. have told me how much I was going to hate the teenage. Like, yeah. oh, just hold on, two girls. Well, okay, so they're partly true. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know who sends out a memo to tell your kids to mm-hmm. like become little tiny devils, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, all of a sudden they kind of get opinions, uh, like and they, it's strong yeah. opinions yeah. and emotions yeah. and drama. So it's beautiful and chaotic and difficult all in one. Um, but the twins just turned 13. Sadie is nine. So I don't know if anybody listening to this, you have, first of all, I think an even number is always hard. If I would have been younger having my kids, I probably would have had another one mm-hmm. because it's just even numbers are easier than odd numbers. But more than that, I think it's an odd number with the same sex. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like you had three boys or three girls there's just one that always feels left out. And then on top of it, two of my three are twins. So little Sadie right now, it's like a struggle. She always feels like she's on the outside. Mm-hmm. Although if you follow my social media, you know that Sadie <laughs> that is not true. She doesn't stay on the outside. She like yeah. hops right back into yeah. the center. But that is a bit of that struggle right now in our family mm-hmm. is just finding the balance of wanting the twins to feel like they're getting more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I know every family goes through this, but when you're in the middle of it, it's like, oh, <laughs> I yeah. need all of the mamas who've been through this yes. to speak into my life. And, and then it's just, help I, me. Uh, <laughs> and you just, when they're little, you do not think about them being teenagers no. and you're going to cross that threshold. It won't be long to where you'll be like doing college. Honestly, I mean, it goes so fast. It's so, when you just, have a child, you think I, this is my life. You're in forever. that forever. Mm-hmm. You're especially in the young years. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm I'm never gonna sleep again. And then it moves to, oh my gosh, I'm never and it's all that that's just the busy work. I say like the young years that I thought were so difficult was just busyness. They actually didn't need me particularly. They just needed somebody to keep them alive. <laughs> but now they need yeah. me yes. emotionally. Yes. Like this is a totally different mm-hmm. kind of work because it's emotional work, but also just that. You just want to sit there and go, you don't, I don't want to break your spirit, but Mm -hmm. you don't know everything. Like the other day, it was 80s night at youth group, and I was telling them what to wear for 80s night. They're like, Mom, that is so not 80s. I'm like, I lived the freaking 80s. What are you talking about? That is the 80s. A neon scrunchie. Like, I know you, I know, leg warmers. Like, I'm telling you, I want to try to get them to wear the sweatshirt that hung off the shoulder because it was like flash dance. Yeah, flash dance. Yeah. Mom, no. I'm like, that's so. Why do you think you know more about the 80s than me? You don't know. TikTok doesn't teach you everything. (laughs) And see, I'm not on the TikTok train oh, yet. But I, uh, the TikTok. I was oh, like, is that what you call you it? Train. <laughs> you said train. So you okay, okay, okay. I'm not, on, I'm not the on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> the Instagram, the Twitter. Yes, exactly. So are you on TikTok? I only have it so they can do I don't let them have it okay. because... I don't even know what it is. They Well, it's mostly, I'm not exactly, I'm okay. definitely not one who can speak to it, but okay. it's like taking, the big thing for their age is making videos, like the funny songs, mm-hmm. and then you can like drop a clip of your friend in and then another clip of you and okay. it's like their life with their huh. friends. I just haven't let them have it yet yeah. because um, there's not the same safeguards mm-hmm. on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't control mm-hmm. what they see. Mm-hmm. So it's on my phone and they only get to do it when I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you and I have talked a lot about our girls because I'm the mom mm-hmm. of girls too. And I think one of the things that you and I have, one of the, and I was talking to Haley about this on the way here. I said, <laughs> the thing that I love about Natalie is that we're just, we're on the same page because one mm-hmm. of the things that our heart beats for is just good, solid theology. Yes. Teaching our daughters to be strong women of God, yes. women of faith. How do you handle that? Like when the girls, because there's so many, and I, 
I don't know. I say on off air, I'm not going to hold anything back. <laughs> but you and I have had many conversations off air just about how there's been a, a splintering in the church where mm-hmm. there's not solid theology anymore. Mm-hmm. How are you handling that with your girls? And how are you how are you looking at them and saying, okay, look for these red flags or look for this? Right. I mean, are you... Are and it you, is really hard. It is so hard. Like, I mean, guys, I just gave them their first phone mm-hmm. at 13 because I had told them years ago, well, you can have a phone when you turn 13. And then all of a sudden it was time for them to turn 13. Right. And I was like, like, I lied. Yeah. You can't have yeah. Them yeah. But they were the last ones in their friend group mm-hmm. and in in school and youth group mm-hmm. to get a phone. Mm-hmm. So I think number one, again, what works for our family, I can't tell you that's going to work for your family. Sure. So I'm just telling you what has worked for us. Yeah. And what I do think is important, parents with technology, we're putting weapons in our yes. kids' hands yes. and we're not safeguarding them. And we just give them this device mm-hmm. that can actually destroy their lives. Like my friends who run a Christian university, okay, so this is like a Bible college, mm-hmm. number one issue of men and women in college, in the Bible college, mm-hmm. is pornography. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing that those p- kids tell them is, I was driving to church and my parents are in the front seat and I was in the back seat on my phone looking at porn. No. So parents are not even clued in right. to what their kids are doing. And I think that that is the number one thing that we're doing with our girls mm-hmm. is safeguarding them when mm-hmm. it comes to technology. Yeah. Even giving them the phone, it was like that thing shuts off at nine. Mm-hmm. They actually have built these so mm-hmm. that you can safeguard them in a pretty powerful way. And I think that remembering that we talk a lot about the power of yes, we don't talk a lot about the power of no. Mm. And the power of no is actually really powerful. And, and as a parent, you no. can still say yeah. no. And no. no is, I think the thing that I love is no is a complete sentence. It is, oh, it is actually. No, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to have, woo, girl, mm. I'm taking that home. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> can I tell you? Out of my mouth, next time my girl. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. <laughs> using that oh line. my goodness. But it <laughs> so is, it's, it's just, it's a different day. It is. And I, and I think you're right it about It is the different. But when it comes to theology, yeah. and, you know, for us, my parents said this to me um, too. They said, you know, a lot of, my parents just celebrated their 62nd wedding anniversary, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. And so a lot of people will be like, mm-hmm. oh, how did you do it all of you know I'm the youngest of five kids and everybody's serving the Lord mm-hmm. and we didn't have a perfect family but all in all my parents did an incredible job and so people are always saying to them oh you guys are the most incredible parents and my dad is always like you know we did our best but number one we didn't just raise our kids the church helped us raise our kids mm-hmm. and having your kids mm-hmm. in church making the decision I know sports are important I know all of these dance, my girls are all in dance, they're all involved in these things, but when you just, what seems like such an innocent decision, you say, I'm going to let you prioritize these other things over church, then you're sending a message to your kid that mm-hmm. that you don't even realize. But yeah. I'm telling you, as the youngest kid in my family watching my, I've learned about as much what not to do as what to do by mm-hmm. just watching and mm-hmm. saying, okay, this actually has ramifications. So one, being involved in a church um, that is equipping, not entertaining. That's another thing. We've got incredible churches that are good at entertaining our kids. In this day and age, mm-hmm. we've got to equip our kids, mm. equip them with the Word of God. And then I think that's the other thing is the, the Word, word of, God. of God. The Word, the yes, Word, the Word. word. Do you know, honestly, yeah. I have goosebumps talking about it because this year for me, 2020, I never do New Year's resolutions, Carmen, because mm-hmm. I fail. Um, but 
I, I'm kind of about a new year, like revelation, like, okay, okay. what is that okay. for me? Like, and we're here doing a podcast yeah. and I think podcasts are mm-hmm. important. And mm-hmm. I, I love that we have all these tools at our disposal. We talk about the Enneagram. I don't know if that's hit your world yeah. yet. Well, are you, have you done it? I'm a seven. You got to be. I'm an eight. eight. Seven. Okay. My wing. I am a seven with an eight wing. Oh my Strong God. eight See? wing. Okay. All right. We are. I'm telling you, we are the same person. Okay. um, But it's true. I know where you're going with this because I had the same, God spoke the same thing. So what literally for me, I'm like, do you know what is always can be, it doesn't mean that they're evil in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. There actually can be really good tools, but our human nature, our flesh side always says, I'm going to use that tool. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it begins to replace the word of God. That's right. And so I hear like a whole generation of people describing mm-hmm. themselves with their Enneagram number yes. instead of what God says about them. I hear oh, them encouraging preach. someone else and say, well, that's because you're a four. And fours, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And actually the Bible says <laughs> that you are this, 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 and you can do this, this, this. And I think that in this day mm-hmm. we're living in, the word of God Every no, the church is growing and Jesus is cool and we got rock star preachers mm-hmm. talking about Jesus. We have all this stuff, social media, and I love it. And I don't, I'm not bad mouthing it. Mm-hmm. I am a Kanye fan. Like I love what's happening with him. I love Bieber. All of these things that are so incredible, but nobody's talking about the word of God. It's mm-hmm. like the word of God was a, their grandma's thing. Oh, yeah. Or we have but Natalie, own... we have to find our own truth. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> but it's whatever's for you. It's your truth. No, 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 no. No. There's not one... my truth or your truth. There's, There's the, the truth. truth. And that's it. Yeah, see, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> this is what I was talking truth, about. Haley's period. in the room. This is what I was talking about. And every time we get together, it's like, it yes. Because I think what happens, and I've told you, I told this to you on your couch mm-hmm. at your house, you look around. Yeah. Because you look around and you're like, okay. Who do I still have? And I look yes. at you and I'm like, okay, I still got Natalie. I still got Natalie. <laughs> okay, so you're still, still like, yeah, you're still with you know me on this. this is what yeah. I feel. And I love that you're going here. And I, I don't know if I got into it in a great way because the thing that I can't say because you don't want to badmouth anyone. No. But that's just one place you and I have always connected because Natalie, I still have a heart for that. I still have a heart like, for women who are getting solid theology. Yep. And because they're not getting They're it. not getting it mm-hmm. anymore. And, and the then, biggest problem in our world right now is identity. Like, honestly, really, I feel like the enemy, what the enemy has done, he always has a tool for each generation. Like, okay. Yes. And to me now, his greatest weapon that Mm -hmm. he's fighting with, if you can just get somebody to question their identity... Then everything else, everything is else is screwed up. That's right. <laughs> like true. that one thing. Mm-hmm. If you can get them to question their identity, well, you can't find your identity in Enneagram. Right. There's some wonderful things you can learn sure. from Enneagram, yeah. it's, but you it's can't find your identity in it. You can't mm-hmm. find your identity. And you don't get to. You don't get to choose your identity. No. You don't get to say who you are. Exactly. And, and so think, for me, yeah. like the Word of God. So all that to say, what I'm talking mm-hmm. about for this year, for me personally, even, it's actually back to just the basics, the basics. Mm -hmm. Like we've added, we've added so many things. There's so much noise right now that Mm -hmm. honestly, it can be overwhelming the amount of noise and it can always, it can be good noise. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's bad noise. It's just noise. And a lot of noise, good or bad, then just becomes like, you you can't hear anything clearly Mm -hmm. because it's just noise. So for me, it's tearing away so much of that and getting back to the word of God. Bernie and I are serving in our church right now. And we've actually taken over leading the the worship leaders of the church. And it's funny because you do have a generation that's like, we love church now. Like we're coming to church and we love worship. And 
we're so feelings driven. That's right. So feelings. Like it it feels good. It feels good. Feelings are our facts. But then all of a sudden you're like, but the word, Mm -hmm. the word of God is actually the one thing that never changes. And you're living in a world right now that's telling you that actually the word of God is, well, it's, it is flawed. Yeah. Yeah. It is flawed. Guys, it's not, not, it's not flawed. It's the, actually, it's the only thing that we can hold on to that you can build your life on and go, okay, it's the one thing that is solid, like a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think also for me, Carmen, I love having that Bible app on my phone. I love it because it's at my disposal mm-hmm. all the time. It was actually Shelly Giglio who said, I've done this thing where I've closed all the apps on my phone every night and I have the Bible app open. So when I open my phone, it's the first, first thing, thing I see. And I started doing that. I'm like, I love that. But I also think that we need a movement of reminding people there's something when you hold a sacred text mm-hmm. instead of just look at it, mm-hmm. you're holding it in your hand. There's something that makes it more tangible. Yeah. So there's still something that can't be replaced about holding it. And then there's a couple of other things that for me this year, like I don't know if even just these practical things will help anybody that's listening, but I am really like I, a visual learner, but I'm also a verbal learner. Mm-hmm. And even the Bible says faith comes by hearing. So when I read the word, even if I feel ridiculous, I read it out loud. Mm-hmm. So that not only am I seeing it and reading it, but I'm hearing it. You're hearing your own voice. You're hearing your say own voice. Back to say yourself. this, say mm-hmm. this, say this mm-hmm. out loud. And then I started putting my name in it. Mm. So like Psalm 91, I'm like, okay, when Natalie dwells in the secret place of the Most High, Natalie is going to rest in the shadow of the Almighty God. And when my name, like I am fearfully, Natalie is fear, like when my name is in the scripture, like, oh my gosh, that's me. This is this is my word. Like this is mine. And it makes it so personal and tangible. Those are just a couple of things my 2020s. We really, <laughs> our lives are so parallel. Just yesterday on the show, I mean, because I do, my thing last year for 2019, my New Year's resolution was to read the Bible from, Natalie, I'd never read it cover no. to cover. And it's yes. like, you know what? I'm 48 years old, Carmen. It's time <laughs> to read. And it's going to take me a year and a half. Yes. But that is my thing. I get up in the morning. I listen to Nikki Gumbel. Yes. yes. to it on the way to the station. But here's what's so crazy is just yesterday, he was saying the same same thing. He said, put your name in scripture. So just on the show yesterday, so, we on. were at the first Corinthians we are the section. We are first Corinthians <laughs> chapter 13. And he said that he said, say, Carmen is patient. See, Carmen is kind. Yes. Carmen perseveres. Carmen. Yes. I mean, it is, it is that it's powerful. It's, it's powerful. And if you, and I'm same thing. I love podcasts too. I am yep. a podcaster yep. now. I love <laughs> you doing are, morning girl. shows. But we can read all about God and all of the self-help books and the Christian books, and they are wonderful, and they have their place. Yes. But if we forsake the Word of God and reading the Word of God— You've forsaken everything. That is everything. That is everything. Mm -hmm. So talk about—speaking of weapon, we've used the word (laughs) weapon a lot. I'm so proud of you. We've already played it on the air quite a few times. we got a sneak peek. Talk Thank about so that much. song. This will be different for me because normally we play the, you know, know, you talk about it. I know, and we, I we know. It, but. You know, it's funny because it's been a minute since I've made music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not a fast creative. I marvel at those people that just can churn stuff mm-hmm. out because they're just quick creatively. I am uh, like painfully slow creative. But also, I am a songwriter. Like, my husband's a professional songwriter. He can wake up and be like, I've got three writing appointments and then write three songs. I, like, have to mess up, (laughs) fall down, get picked back up, 
then learn about it through God's word and then write it. So it's like a process for me to get there. And obviously, because you guys were so kind and informing your listeners about the fact that I had cancer. So everybody kind of knows that. So normally I'm on the two-year cycle, but that was two years after my last record, I got cancer. And this is not a cancer record. This is a record of like, I had it and I'm still singing. And I'm, but what I learned through that, and it usually does take the valleys, I think. Mm -hmm. It takes the pits that Mm -hmm. we fall in Mm -hmm. to learn that the presence of God is our greatest weapon. We can say those things, but until you're living it, you know, until you're living it, I learn more about the character of God in the valley than I ever do on the mountain. And that's because I'm so desperate for him. And this totally goes along with stripping everything away. Way, this song for me, it was the first song we wrote, and it was really important to me that it be the first single. And there was a bit of a kind of uh, with my label because record companies always have their opinions. Yes, and we have. Uh, yes. Yeah. But I'm really grateful that they listened and they mm-hmm. let me go. I was like, no, this is foundational. This mm-hmm. isn't just because it's just a song. This isn't just a song. Mm-hmm. It's foundational to me. It's like telling people, okay, I don't want to just put out a song because it sounds good. I want to put out something that's going to equip and empower someone in their life. Otherwise, there's plenty of other people who are putting out great music. And I just don't need to keep putting it out. Mm-hmm. I'll stay home with my kids, mm-hmm. you know? But for me, this song was all about that. Okay, what does that mean, the presence of God? We, we say all the time, He'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. Oh, we all know that scripture in Joshua, be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I think sometimes we have this passive knowledge, this head knowledge of we know all these scriptures, but then we've known them for so long and we've quoted them for so long that the scripture doesn't lose its power, but it loses its power in our life Mm. because it's just this passive knowledge. And what happens when it becomes an active understanding. Mm. What happens when you go, okay, no, the presence of God is actually something that is manifest in my life. It's tangible. It's it's a weapon that's invisible. And it means when it's invisible, nobody can take it away from you. They can't see it to take it. It's with you everywhere you go. And you realize, oh, I'm not fighting alone. Um, in fact, the Bible says you can actually be still because God is fighting for you. And I think just understanding from that perspective, the presence of God isn't this mystical, magical thing. It's a tangible, active Mm. thing in our life. And when you can begin to fight your battles with that understanding, then your circumstances can come and go, Mm -hmm. but you still have a solid foundation because you understand that you're fighting with a weapon that can never be taken Mm. away. Preach. Preach, (laughs) Natalie. No, seriously. I mean, I can remember us talking a couple of years ago because I'd gone to Dare to Be and you 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 said, you know what, Carmen? Because I I texted you and said, that was incredible, amazing. And you're like, you know what? If it ain't about Jesus and point <laughs> pointing people to Him, let's go home. Because it really, it, let's go home. <laughs> let's That's go home. exactly right. So preach. Let's go and then home. that song. What uh. is something that that the Lord? Because I have a list. I could probably alphabetize yeah. <laughs> it. What is it that that the Lord has to keep teaching you over and over and over? <sighs> well, one is the Bible talks about it all the time. Is um, controlling the tongue. <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, Lord. I say all the time, oh, my gosh, meet. And I actually confess all the time, uh, why? Why do I? Why? And it's not just what I say about other people. It's what I say about myself. Me too. It's how it's, it's even just the way I talk about myself or the way. And then I think to myself, you know, girls in general, I don't think we realize what we say and our kids hear us Mm -hmm. and my daughters hear me Mm -hmm. bad mouthing how I look or, Oh, I got Mm -hmm. to do this or Mm -hmm. bad mouthing this. Or even if I'm bad mouthing something else and you're just like, this isn't just affecting your life. Mm -hmm. It's affecting your kids' lives. And sometimes I'm mean to my (laughs) husband. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Bernie is so sweet. Oh, he is and he sweet. puts up with it. Sweetest. So the controlling my tongue, tongue, he has to teach me over and over. Oh my! And that's just because I like to move my tongue a lot. <laughs> I talk. Oh my gosh! I talk too much. When I did James several years ago, Beth Moore's oh, Beth James. Moore, I've done that. I need to do it again. I need to dust that one off and oh, redo. Lord. And I say all the time mm-hmm. when I get to heaven, you're looking around, don't see me. Yeah. Look for the justification line because <laughs> I will be. I will be the problem. But oh, oh. Lord, it is. That is. Yeah. Oh, you hit on. It's a big one failure. That, for me. Yeah. yeah. What keeps you up at night? Is there something that keeps you up at night? Everything. Everything. I don't sleep well. So I'm not a good sleeper. If Bernie was sitting here, I could say, "Honey, take a nap," and he'd go, "Oh, okay." Okay. And he'd be like, "Out, out in ten seconds." Mm-hmm. When I lay down is when my mind wakes up. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a struggle for me. I have to like put my phone away because otherwise I'll just sit on my phone, which Scroll. also keeps me awake. Yeah. Honestly, I think. Probably what keeps a lot of mamas up at night. Am I doing right by mm-hmm. my kids? Like, okay, I was harsh. Was that too harsh? Am I breaking her spirit? Mm-hmm. Or am I just saying what needs to be said? Because I don't, like all those constant questions. Yep. Like, yep. what am I doing? And, and am I doing okay? And, you know, did I pray with the girls today? Oh, wait, I did. Did I read the word with the, like yep, all those all things? That. And I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say crap yeah, you on your podcast. <laughs> You say crap. Like, oh crap, I failed at reading the word for myself. And then I didn't even read it for my kids. And then I'm like the next morning, go, okay, Lisa gave you the verse of the day. Oh. You're a great mom. You know, you've mentioned Bernie a couple times. One story that we that's hysterical, and I don't know, we don't we don't bring it up when we see each other just because we forget about it, but it's a good one that needs yes. to not be forgotten. Was the time that I almost stole Bernie's car. We told that oh my gosh. Natalie, we were in Atlanta. For those of you who I don't know this story, I mean, oh we gosh, forget I about pr- this. I forget until yes. you bring it up, and then I'm so always like, that I, actually happened. It actually that happened. actually happened. I was in Bernie's car. <laughs> I drove away from the Georgian. I drove away from the Georgian. So we're there for the Doves. <laughs> I came yep. in with my girlfriend, Fox Tammy. Theater. Fox yep. Theater, yes. And then, what? The Georgian Hotel. Yeah, yes. yeah. And so Tammy and Bernie had similar cars. Yep. So I had to go run to Target or something. I come down. Tammy was working for Gospel Music Channel at the yes. time. And so I've got her valet ticket. I go downstairs, yes. get her car, get in the car, headed out, like pull out on Peachtree, whatever road it was, pull out yes. Yes. to go to Target. You're like, and I'm, you know, something's just off. Yeah, it's like, like, I, this, I'm sure I've this driven is my her car, car before. This yeah, does this not look right. Not and so car. I was like, oh, it's probably her car. And then I was like, no, I don't think no, this is, this it must like have been cologne. the Lord. Yes. <laughs> this, it must have been the Lord because I was like, you know, I think we'll go up here and turn around at yes. this light. Turn around, feel like the right car, and go back. I turned around at the light, <laughs> came back, pulled into the valet. I'm like, "Can you double check? I don't think this is my car." And then they're freaking out because they've handed right, the keys. They've to, given the keys. They've given the keys to, to someone, someone else's, else's car. car, and they're like, "That's." And the guy goes, "No, that that does not say weed at the end. That says Herms." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I know the Herms are in this hotel." And sure enough, when the valet ticket was there. It's I drove off in I drove off in Bernie's car. And then you were on the show the next morning. Yeah, you were on the show the next morning. I'm like, I just need for you to know. I just need for you to know that the valet gave me your husband's car. I was driving down the road. If I'd have really gone to Target in Bernie's car. (laughs) And he would have come looking for his Um, car. Yeah. He would have brought her car probably. like probably. But they had similar cars. Hers was a little smaller version of his. (laughs) But yeah, hysterical. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I remember that trip so well because it was also like, not everybody knows, but we all have people that hold our lives together, right? I mean, and for me, it's a girl named Christy, Mm. and she's been working with me for 
a long time, but she had just started. That was, that was like 2011. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Because she had just started working with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of like still like in that, you know, dating period yeah, where you're still getting to know yeah. someone. And she's like, oh, I'm not very comfortable. And I had just had Sadie four months before that. And I was like, hi, I know we've really only spoken one sentence to each other, but my breast pump just broke and I'm going to need you to go buy me another one. And she goes to the same target that you went to. And she goes, I was wandering through the aisle going, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a breast pump. And what am I supposed to do now? Oh my. That's what I was like, yeah, girl, you in. You're, you're in. in. You're in you're forever in for now. Sure. Okay. Oh my goodness. You bought me a breast pump. Oh, wow. I only have a couple I'll more those things. days are over. Yes. Yes. You know, and you 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 think you're going to be sad when they're gone? Oh yeah, no. No. My sister's empty nester now and she's like, yeah. Mm. You won't be. It's it's good. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Speaking of your extended family, can you give us an update on your nephew? Okay, yes. So you guys know about my nephew Christian, um, struggled with a heroin addiction, ended up going to prison, um, and he just got out. He got out um, last late last mm. year, and it was amazing because we were just at Carnegie Hall in New York doing a show, and all of my family from Seattle flew to New York for the show. And he got to come. And it was the first time in seven years that he got to do like a family trip and what God has done in his life. I mean, he just, we, we all sat together and kind of, you know, had a big like download of everything that just had happened. And he just sat at the t- dinner table and wept. And he was like, you just, the fact that I'm here, what Jesus has done in my life, how he's restored my life, how he's redeemed me from the pit. And you're just like, Jesus is real, guys. He's still breaking chains. Right. He's still saving people. He's still setting people free. And he's doing amazing. Wow. He's doing amazing. Thank you. Thank that you story asking. has just stuck with <laughs> Thank me. Thank you for asking. Thank you for, well, there were things that we didn't get to, but man, we hit the good stuff. <laughs> I didn't talk about, about bladder yeah, slings. We talked so about bladder slings. We didn't get to Nordies. We didn't get to football, which oh Natalie gosh, and I both I love Nordies. I know Nordies. <gasps> Nordies is like, girl, that's why you got to go to New York. I just went to the brand, they just opened a brand new women's only Nordies. Get out of town. In, in Manhattan. One other thing I've just heard about that uh, my uh, one of my pastors, she's one of my best friends, her name's Alex. Yeah. She, they take your own blood. Mm-hmm. Mm. They take your own blood and then they they do these little tiny micro needling and they I've, put your blood back to into you up. I want skin. to plump. I want to plump, plump my face, up. but I want yeah. to deep plump my butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's <tasty. laughs> I love that <laughs> folks compare us to one another. I, I truly do. That is like the best. Because I want to be like you. I love you. You're amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, the thing I didn't talk about. Natalie, what? the jingle. Oh, the <laughs> jingle. I mean, you're on every morning. I think you I'm gonna do it. it. You I'm knocked do it, it out of the park. Like we put it is in the prominent clock. Away. The Got bottom of the, the hour Monica. is you. It's so funny. At first, oh. I was like, guys, this is gonna be so cheesy. I can't no, do it. no. And then all of I'm a sudden, sweating. we were up I'm there, sweating. and and Luke was recording. We were literally. No. Did we send you a picture where we were? No. Where we- we were in a choir loft. We were in like this choir robe room and we were around all these choir robes in this rando church. Uh-uh. And we were like, what is happening? And then I did it and I was like, I don't know how to say this, but this is good. Luke <laughs> was she, like, I mean, the dude, this you, just turned out really good. The fact that, I mean, oh, and what's so crazy. I love it. The fact that you did that for I, us. I would not do it for anyone else. I, but listen, you guys, and I, I even like, called Christy. I'm like, this was like two years ago. And I was like, it was like two years ago. It's well, perfect though. And it's the like, way it was written, it, it actually is perfect. It, it was is. meant to be a jingle. Literally. 
I'm glad it's to see like, you guys. It's like, you're on. It, that, it's on every single morning. It's so good. I oh my love gosh, you. I love you thank so you much. Thank you for being my thank friend. Thank you for having me on too. And thank you for who you are. And mm. I say this to you every time, but thank you that you are fun. You are real. You are all of those things, but you're also a woman of God mm. who clings to his word, who stands for his word. That's what makes you so powerful mm. to everybody who knows you because you have all of those things wrapped into one, which is what makes us all love you so much. Mm. So Sadly, I, I love, love you dearly. I love you. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having me. <laughs> it's time to wake up and listen to the morning cruise. Yeah, with Dave, Bill, and Carmen, I just can't lose. And I know whatever's gonna come my way. They're here with me, and it's gonna be a good day. Morning Cruise with Dave, Bill, and Carmen on the Joy FM. Oh my goodness, don't you just love Natalie? Just listening through to this podcast again just makes me realize how much I miss just sitting on a couch with a girlfriend with a cup of coffee and just being able to talk. It's coming. It's going to happen again. Those days will be back. Okay, this is it, y'all, for 2020. Thanks for hanging in there with me for my first year of Off Air with Carmen. We will be back. And make sure you subscribe. That way, when we're back in 2021, it'll just pop up in your feed. You can do that. So until then, Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.